Big Oof listeners. It's your host, Allison Green. Um, and what you just heard is the brand new theme music for Big Oof Podcast. Uh, it was made by my brother, Braden Green. Shout out. Um, so now you'll get to listen to, you know, some fun music instead of that weird little ding that I just kept picking. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. But one, I do want to apologize for this episode being posted late. Uh, trust me, it's worth it. Um, it is with my roommate slash best friend slash father to my dog, John Vitali, who is hilarious and an excellent storyteller. Um, we first get into how we met, which is pretty funny, kind of a threes company situation. Um, but you'll you'll want to hear about that. You don't want to hear it from me right now. But uh, and then after that, John just goes into um, some again hilarious stories from high school and college where, you know, maybe he struggled to find the limit of alcohol he should be drinking. Um, but yeah, they're really funny. You should definitely stick around. I know it's a long episode. It's definitely the longest by far. But I, let me tell you, one, it's worth it. And two, just break it up into chunks. This one's a three-part series. So, you know, maybe listen to the first part on your drive to work, listen to the second part on your way home, and the third part Whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you to live your life. But please enjoy my fourth episode of Big Oof Podcast with John Vitale. Penis. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Big Oof. This week, my guest is none other than the John Vitale. I would say the one. I would say the one and only, but. <laughs> but, you didn't. So. I, I, <laughs> um. Hello. John is my roommate. Um. Most of you, because right now only people who personally know me listen to this, know him and know that. I'm famous. Yeah, he's the father to my dog, Tank Girl. Terrible creature. <laughs> As if he doesn't make out with her every night. But anyway, um, I'm so excited to have John on because the way we met is one of my big oof stories. It is, and it's worth, it's oof for everybody. Yeah. It's oof for everybody. Um, it's an all-around oof story. I think you should start from your yeah, point of view. Let me, go, let me go ahead and start this one off. So, um... What year was it? 2017. Oh, 2017. So summer of 2017. (laughs) Uh, My lease on my old apartment ended and I had a month of being homeless. So I drove home to the Delaware (laughs) and uh, drove home, which takes 24 hours. And then um, I was also simultaneously dog sitting for my best friend, Kathleen. Shout out. Uh, Hopefully she listens. And um, I was dog sitting for her with her dog Copley. And so I I I drove up to um, Dallas, picked him up, and then... uh, Well, no, I already had him by the time I went there. So we actually returned and stayed. (laughs) And then I took him home to Delaware. And so on my way back, that's all to say, on my way back... (laughs) Um, I stopped in Dallas to return Copley 
and also to sleep there for the night. And um, the next morning, Kathleen was like, oh, I need to take you to this awesome um, burrito place. They're so good. They're my favorite things here. It's like, awesome, cool, love me some burritos. Uh, a, a breakfast burrito, to be specific. Oh, I mean, who doesn't love that? Yeah, it was, uh, it was indeed an excellent burrito. <laughs> However, it did fly through me like Superman reversing the spin of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> because I got to probably around Waco, which was an hour and a half from Austin, before I slowly began to feel my body <laughs> turn into... Um, sludge version of me I could just feel my myself starting to sweat I felt ill I just got really cold and then hot it was like I was getting the flu but in real time I could feel sense it happening and lo and behold your boy got food poisoning (laughs) and so yeah uh I then was heading down to Austin to Casey's apartment, and Casey is a has been mentioned on this podcast previously. I assume. Uh, not really. We haven't. Oh, good. Really he doesn't need Casey. any airtime. <laughs> <laughs> to Casey. Casey is. Um, we went to uh, UT together, and we both play the trumpet, and so we were moving in together. And um, so I was going to his apartment, and the plan was to. Uh, pack that night me sleep there and then pack the next day drive down to uh get the u-haul get the u-haul go to my storage unit pick up all my stuff go to and then this is all down south austin and then drive all the way back up north to our new apartment in north austin (laughs) and um and then uh return the u-haul to south austin crazy darting around of the city uh, that was the plan until my body decided to explode from both ends. But that's what it should have done. But as everyone who's ever met me knows, mm-hmm. I do not vomit. So it was a miserable night for my body. Unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'd be doing. Um, it was awful because I won't let myself vomit. So I was ill all night. Woke up, sweat through the sheets, sweat through my clothes. Oh, awful, 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 awful. And I felt just as terrible the next day. And so I was laying on Casey's futon just like, I can't do it. I can't, I can barely move. I feel so sick. There's no way I can go about moving two apartments into one. So, so Casey goes, oh, oh, and the problem being, um, this was in, in, uh, late August. No one was back to school yet. None of our friends were in Austin. So we had to go a different route and Casey was like, oh, well, I have been on a couple dates with this girl <laughs> Uh, I don't really want to ask her because that's super rude to be like, oh, we've been on two dates, now come help me move. But I know literally no one else in town. I'm like, uh, yeah, and I can't do this alone. And all, and also for um, visual sake, he is um, like a size 28 waist, <laughs> like teeny tiny little lad. Um, but he's like... <laughs> little lad? 
like, just... but he's like five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's like one hundred and thirty pounds. Maybe <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> Fully clothed, soaking wet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, and so he was not gonna be able to do it by himself, Mm-mm. and so he's like I, I can ask her and I was like if you feel comfortable with it go right ahead and so he calls up you guessed it you girl <laughs> <laughs> it's me little did y'all know I'm a type 2 and I had already offered <laughs> I had offered earlier in the week to help y'all move and he was like mm-hmm. no oh yeah I do remember him saying that he was like she did offer but I assume it was just to be nice and like yeah no one just offers to move <laughs> someone they just met's apartment I really meant it I was like I just <laughs> want to be around him more and if moving is the obstacle i will just help move um also Also. bear in mind oh perfect to follow megan's episode this is the still the year that i broke my leg so you are in a boot were you yeah you're still in the boot boot. i only had one more week that's why i felt like i was okay i had one more week left in the boot because i had to go on my first date with casey in the boot he like picked me up and was like, oh my god, I didn't realize it was still broken. And I was like, bro. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, the three of us, it's me, my leg in a boot. Me, the, me the invalid. <laughs> <laughs> who's dying, so sick. And then Casey, who is who tiny. can well, probably lift 30 pounds. The, the thing I we have to give him is the gun. The the man's got some thighs. The man's got tree trunk thighs. Like, oh my god. But that's because the one exercise he does is um, bicycling. But that's it. He doesn't do anything But not like, that's why I changed it to cycling. It's not bicycling because he doesn't... It's a stationary bike. Yeah, it's a stationary bike. So (laughs) he ever rides a bike. Tank girl snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so um, yeah, we are quite the crew to move. So I, sh- I also drive an SUV, and that is why I offered to help. I was like, yeah. I have a huge car, you sa- like, and I had already seen Casey's car, and he said that John drives a two-door. And I was like, that's why I offered. When I first heard that, I was like, y'all need another car. I was like, fine, if you don't want my help, like, I don't give a fuck, you can borrow my car. Like, <laughs> desperately need that. But and that's, yeah. side note, I let anyone drive my car, because if I'm allowed, allowed to drive that thing, anyone can. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. I'm better now, though. Now that you know that you're blind? Um. Well, there's that. <laughs> but there's also, I got three tickets in four months, so. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> I think better isn't the word. More cautious is the word. How You're no dare. better at driving. Oh, I thought I was better. <laughs> you drive slower. Like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> So John, I meet John. Okay, so I'm asking Casey about John because I'm like, because I'm a manipulator and I want to know what to say that you'll, to, so you'll like me. <laughs> so I'm like, tell me about John. He was like, literally, and this will piss you off. I his first and only descriptor was John's gay, which is just. And so to me, what? if that's what you lead with. This is. I'm a flaming homosexual. Yeah, like just like on fire. Could never be straight passing. Like, you know, like that's what I'm ready for. So I was like, well, I've been listening to a ton of Gaga. I'll pop that on in the car. Then I see John, and I'm like, where's his gay friend? John, the seemingly straight 
uh, invalid. Invalid. I keep saying invalid because <laughs> I truly felt like I was just a burden. Well, oh <laughs> Kill me, God. I'm a burden. <laughs> I was so glad you were there because, like, I really liked Casey, but I also had to watch him be horrible at moving. Yeah, he was so, stupid. And so, like, I... But, like... I don't know him well enough to, like, shit on him yet. You know what I mean? But you and I were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that was where we met in, uh, we truly met. Because, like, I cannot, yeah. I don't do first impressions. I assume my first impression will be bad. So I'm just very neutral when I meet somebody for the first time. Hello. We, like, he got, because, like, we technically met in my car. Yeah, I, I met you I coming out. I met you coming, yeah, in the car. But, like, then Casey had to go do the U-Haul stuff, mm-hmm. and you were like, I need to put something in my body. And I was like, uh, I see Chick-fil-A, and I'm always down for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So we go there. Did we go in, too? <coughs> I know. Yeah, we yeah, did. We went in. That's we went in, and we sat together, and we chatted, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's great. That like, oh, oh, to preface this, Casey tells me, the only descriptor he can give me of John is that he's gay. But he also is telling me he's his best friend in Austin. Because he was like, I don't know if he's like my best friend ever, but like he's my best friend in Austin. And I was like, okay, cool. And so now I'm like vibing with John. Like, and even though John clearly feels like garbage, like we still like we're gabbing away. I don't remember what we talked about, but we were talking. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I really like this guy. I really like his best friend. Like, that's so awesome. And as the day goes on, I quickly realize that John is Casey's best friend, but Casey is not John's best friend. I would not use that descriptor at no point in my life. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. So then that made me a little nervous because I was like, well, I really like John, <laughs> you know? And I was like, he's cool. <clears throat> but yeah, so I helped them move. We ended up with everything okay, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, you can't gloss over the fun details of that day, which was both of us passing out oh, on, yeah. <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we both God. just absolutely passed out asleep. Because I needed to lay down because I was, you know, disgusting. And um, there was, but everything was packed up. And so the only place that Casey wasn't working was in his bedroom and there was nothing there. So I just lay down on the floor just to, it was also hot. Yeah, it was so fucking hot. And we needed to like cool off. So I wanted to cool off and pass out on the floor and then woke up to Casey basically laughing at us because then I roll over and Allie's next to me on the floor. We were just like laying together. So we truly slept together the first day we met. First day. (laughs) Middle of the day. Uh, That happened at like 3 p.m. I don't know why I remember (laughs) that Afternoon delight. (laughs) That was our afternoon delight. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But I was like, okay, we are vibing. We just napped together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then um, fast forward... Um, cause yeah, everything else about the day was pretty normal. Yeah. The rest, like, honestly, it went way better than it should have gone. Yeah. No, that was, uh, it was better than our moving day. Convenient. convenient. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, our most recent one. Yeah. Yeah. Our most recent moving day. Yeah. That was it was hell. months later when you and Casey broke up mm-hmm. where you said, where I said, oh, and tell Allie that. Um, what did I say? I said, we're still friends. You were still friends. Because, like, um, 
keep in mind, I started dating Casey and I hadn't dated anyone since I was like 17. And I'm when I moved here, I was like 22. <laughs> and so I was like v- ready for a relationship, ready to go, you know. And he had just gotten out of a five and a half year relationship two months before or some Smart shit. Smart move. And so I was like, but I had already, he didn't tell me that until I had already like, if he had told me that in the beginning, I would have been like, then I'm not going out with you <laughs> because I, you know, but yeah. So that always will piss me off because I'm like, that would have saved me so much trouble. Yeah. Like, because I would have just been like, oh no, I'm not. Yeah. Right. But anyway, um, Casey and I then date and he's like, okay, yeah, we're going to make it official, make it official. Kept like telling me and like gave me a date, which was so weird to me. And I was like, whatever. But like, I'm the gay one. Yeah, yeah. The John's. <laughs> the John. I'm like, do I use the S <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, was maybe not recorded. <laughs> um, okay, I never use that word. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, he just like gives me this date. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then it gets to that. And he was like, yeah, I am just, but don't worry. He made sure to always text me things like this while I was at work. I worked at a salon at that point. Um, and I <laughs> he would send me this long ass text. I just really miss, you know, my ex. I won't name her. But, you know, like I really miss her. I just like I really like you, but I just don't think it's gonna work. Like I you know I think we should break up, blah blah blah. And I was like, Cool, cool. You could not wait <laughs> two more hours when I would be off work. But no, had to send me that, and I had to cry in the bathroom. And I mean, in Casey's defense, she is way better than you, so like... Okay, it's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Give me another decade. <laughs> another... Oh, God. I can't Always even... a decade. I can't even, like... There's a dog at work who has the same name as her, and I'm just like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> even though she is so innocent and all this this poor girl had to deal with his shit too oh yeah like that's just garbage but yeah but then when casey broke up with you and then you snapchat i snapchat you i was like casey told me because well at first i was like fuck dude the (laughs) only people i knew here were this guy and his friend and now i'm not with him and and i was like i i was just too insecure to like reach out how shitty would that have been to me to be like oh uh, bros before hoes <laughs> and then just completely abandoned this person in a city she's never been to, or never lived in before <laughs> well, I, I, don't worry I lived with my parents I, like, had I feel that. like that's a pretty solid like you were the bro he was the hoe yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100% because what I think my favorite part of this like whole like talking about Casey at all is that like I then took his apartment and his best friend and were actually best friends. Yeah, and not act- not some... Uh, like, weird friendship. W- weird friendship by proximity. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like, John actively chose to move into a new apartment with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with this girl who's snoring. Snoring baby. She kind of looks like E.T. right now. A little weirdo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Casey and I break up for the first time. Don't worry. We break up and get back together like 50 times. Um, no one could keep track. John and I were still friends and you were like, listen, if Casey's not home and you don't mind, you can still come over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. And then like, we would hear Casey get home. We'd be in your room be like, 
<laughs> and like wait for him to but yeah that was okay because he constantly just locked himself in his room yeah so like, and so by the time he did that then i'd be like okay bye <laughs> and like leave but i think maybe the worst and straightest thing i've ever done was get back together with casey at pride that was at pride at pride that's that's but you and i made out first yeah with my teeth <laughs> Yeah, well, no, 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 that was, oh, no, that, was, that, that, was, was a later that was a later time. That was a later time, yeah. Yeah, when John's drunk, when he makes out with you, it's teeth first. Teeth first. <laughs> Coming in. Yeah. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. No, but I remember because I was, you were hammered. I That was the first time I ever saw you, like, super drunk. And I had on br- bright blue lipstick. And you, like, kissed me, and then we were like, oh, my God, there's blue all over you. And you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, super smiling, like, oh. And I just like we both just had blue all in all over us, and I have a video where I'm like, John, did you just kiss me? <laughs> it was so high, and then you're just like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. Pride is the like the one day where I let I let. It's like the one day that I let the gay out. <laughs> you're like, no internalized homophobia today. <laughs> <laughs> God. But yeah, got back together with Casey at Pride, which mm-hmm. was lame and straight as fuck. Yes. I remember when he came out for, well, came out a little. Uh, <laughs> he came out of his room when we were sitting on the couch and he was like, which of these pants look gayer? <laughs> oh my God. And we were like, whatever you wear, you'll yeah, look you'll Yeah, you'll look gay. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Casey always tried to be, like, best buds with me way too quick. Every time we'd break up, he'd be like, we still want to be friends. And I'm like, okay. But what he really meant was, I still need all of your emotional support and emotional <laughs> I just don't want to have sex with you in between. <laughs> yeah. But I will need all of your emotional attention and time, but I will be actively dating other girls. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> And then we got back together. And what? that's when I basically moved in. Mm-hmm. I moved in to Kathleen's because, oh, we left out. Kathleen was supposed to move in with them, too. But yeah, but then she started dating seriously. Um, ben? Ben, thank you. <laughs> uh, ben, who is who he is. But uh, so she was then going to stay in Dallas. And uh, we had an empty room, which uh, I took. Because if I was going to have to live with the drama-ridden fools, <laughs> then I was going to live in the room with the biggest room with the bathroom inside and on the opposite side of the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so that they could have their own little drama bubble on the far side and I would have my drama-free bubble That was maybe the worst part was when Casey and I finally like broke up, were actually done, never got back together. I had to share a fucking bathroom with him for like six more months. Yeah, you are. I guess what was it? We broke up in like April and then April, May, June, July, August. Okay, so four months, but still. And then at that point, a week after we officially broke up, well, one, he admitted, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to break up with you, but I just didn't think you would want to, like, help me out anymore, so I didn't. (laughs) Which is just, like, 
that putting aside the obvious shady part in that, just yeah. don't tell somebody that you've been trying to think like doing thinking about it for a while. Fine, do that. Fine, <laughs> like like actually, but like, do, why would you tell me? But this, oh yeah, yeah, just don't tell. Yeah. But this leads straight into uh, cut, cut two. <laughs> uh, we're out at a bar, me, John, and Casey, and then case one, Casey's like. You should have your friend Megan come visit, because I, w- I would want to sleep with her. And I was like, and then I storm off, and then he's like, what? And John's oh, and like, then... are you fucking kidding me? That was the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and I was very drunk. You were so, oh my god. Well, then, so, and then I went outside. Well, later oh. that night, we were like leaving. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. What, what did you do outside? No, I, I went and, so, and I was like, come on, like... Can you please, please, I'm having fun. <laughs> can you just find it in your heart to just ignore what he just said so that we can keep having fun? I remember <laughs> what you said that really got me calmed down. You said, and, and honestly, you and Megan are both out of his league. So, like, it's not going to happen. Like, Megan wouldn't fuck him. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. He was like, take away, maybe he wants to. He'll never get to. And I was like, fair. <laughs> Because one, Megan just wouldn't do that to me, period. But two, Megan would never be attracted to Casey. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just, uh, yeah. But, um, no so we way. go back inside, whatever. Then it's like, we're ready to go home. So I'm, like, ready to go. John definitely wanted to stay longer, but we had stayed long enough. And he was like, okay, like, she definitely can't take anymore. <laughs> like, we gotta go. And so... You're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Y'all call an Uber. I'll meet you out there. I'm like, cool. So then I'm getting live updates from the... <laughs> so anyway, Casey and I are outside. And we're sitting on the sidewalk waiting for the Uber. And he was like, you know the other day when I said I was going to go hang out with my quartet? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, um, I actually went on a date. <laughs> I was like... Didn't ask. Didn't need what? to be told. I said, What? And he was like, yeah, I just, like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to, like, upset you. And I was like, then why are you telling me now? And so now I'm so upset. John finally makes it out. And, like, we get in the Uber. And, and like, you were like, get away from her. <laughs> like, get in the front. You know? Was that the night of Keith? Yes, that was the night of Keith. Because I was sobbing in the, your lap. I thought the Uber driver's name was Oh, Keith. no, 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 not the na- night of Keith. Because oh, okay. the night of Keith, you, you were sitting in the front. And that's what made oh, it worse. Okay. okay, well, side story. Night of <laughs> Keith, we get into an Uber. And the guy says, what's your name? Ke- My name's Kevin. I said, Keith, what an awful name. And just berated this poor guy for the his name. drive home. For his name, which is, albeit. An awful name. Never name a child Keith. Um, but <laughs> it wasn't his name. name. <laughs> his name was Kevin. <laughs> and I mean, he just kept being like, John, John, John. Yep, yep. And I don't know why we let you in the front. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Oh, you said I have longer legs. <laughs> oh, I do have longer legs than both of you. So, yeah. hey, you're welcome. You were comfortable. <laughs> Physically. Emotionally, I made the whole ride a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like I couldn't breathe in there. It was awful. Anyway. Because uh, I was like, I was like, do I throw my friend under the bus and be like, shut the fuck up? Like, I don't know. Anyway. So we're in the, <coughs> excuse me. We're in that Uber. And I just sob into John's lap the mm-hmm. whole drive home. 
that's the night Casey and I got into a screaming match in the parking lot of the apartment complex. And he tried to drive away while very drunk, and I literally jumped onto his car, and he drove all the way to the front of the complex with me on his hood. Drunk driving. Drunk because driving. Because, do you remember where he was going? Uh, yes, wait, it's a stupid fast food place that Arguably I Arguably the worst. Jack in the box. Yes! I hated it. What only could have been worse if it was going to be an Arby's. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. But at least, no, you can't defend Arby's. No. But no, I, I will never defend him drunk driving at ungodly, ungodly hour. Yeah. But an ungodly hour and, and going just for Jack in the Box. Just for Jack in the Box. Like, when we could get Wendy's delivered. We're like, risk your life. And then Risk was, your life for Wendy's, fine. fine. But we're going for the Jack in the Box? Come on, Come man. On. And then, like, I remember because I was sober, so, like, the only way to get him to calm down is if I took him to Jack in the Box. And then he got out of the car when I was stuck in the line and just, like, ran off for a little bit and then came and got back in my car. I was so pissed. He's truly the worst we could literally just give awkward stories from living with him and that was oh my god we have so many uh my dad said no so i'm gonna say no that was in john uh asked to borrow his car for a couple hours no 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 it was a couple days Uh, i'll give it to him it was a couple days i needed to borrow his car because i was driving around a very famous trumpet player who was in town and literally they asked me to be a chauffeur and and i say very famous i mean international Fame. Fame. One of the, like, best trumpet players in the world. And I had a car with um, leather seats that were barely leather anymore. (laughs) They were basically just um, scales. And it was gross in there. So I wanted to borrow his car. And I would give him my car to drive around when he needed it. And I would clean it. And I would fill the tank. I said all of this. And he went, uh... He had to think about it. Yeah, he thought about it. He said, uh... My... Dad would say no, so I'm going to say no, and then walked away into his room. No, no, no. He left to think about it, stuck his head around the corner, (laughs) says, my dad would say no, so I'm going to say no, and then darts back into his room, and you and I were like, what? (laughs) I have never in my life talked this much, like, that much shit about a guy I was dating while I was dating him. Like, anytime I've ever had, like, in any other relationship, like, man or woman, I've always been like in their defense you know but like with Casey I mean indefensible so often so often all you had to say in that situation was I don't feel comfortable and then I would have been like understood got it yeah my dad would say no I'm gonna say no sounds like a little kid yeah makes me uh I just I'm sorry just I'm nervous about that makes me feel anxious I'm just gonna be anxious the whole time you're driving yeah I would have been like yeah totally conserve your energy man yeah and but thank god for Courtney Courtney Register, another yes. shout out. Shout out. Because I could borrow her car and she's a superior human being, Casey Martin. So. In every way. Every way. Oh. For sure. Oh, man. Well, I think we should take a break. And break. when we come back, we are no longer going to talk about Casey. Phew. Yeah. Um, we're, we were done with that. But we will talk about some of John's oof stories. Uh-huh. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, we'll be back after the break. Vagina. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. 
continuity's sake. Okay, so oh, thank you so much. Um, so we're back Pleasure. from the break. Pleasure. Um, and let's just jump right in, which I I do think I've said at ev- in ev- every episode at this point. We'll just jump right in. Oh, we'll just jump right in. <laughs> yeah, we'll just dive on in. Yeah. Let's get our running shoes and make our way to the point. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so... Um, Set the scene. I gotta set the scene for my my, my <laughs> oof. Um, it's just it's like it's less of an oof story, more of a oof story because it just goes on and on. Um, <laughs> it gets worse at every it turn. Worse at every freaking turn. Um, so I went to school at Boston University, the Boston University. Yes, Thank yes. Thank you very much. No, I'm just kidding. It was a place where dreams go to die. But, joking, uh, it was in Boston, Sorry, is the point that I am making. And if you've never been there, listener, dear listener, um, Boston, right, one. <laughs> Boston University is kind of situated in a weird place where it's like at the intersection of shitty and beautiful. There's, um, to the just south of campus is beautiful brownstones where really wealthy people can live, or uh, our dorms were brownstones down there. And there were also like big ass mansions just down the street. Like it's a whole, it's it's in this it's in the really nice neighborhood of the city, and then it's adjacent to Alston, which had uh, has the uh, nickname or not nickname but slogan. Instead of keep Austin weird, it's keep Alston shitty. So. <laughs> <laughs> That. Yeah, it's pretty. I didn't get it because I never knew that Austin was weird thing, but I knew Austin was shitty. So, <laughs> and that it was, uh, and so and Austin, that area is where the west. It was west of campus, and so mm-hmm. West Campus dorms were over there. So that's literally all you need to know in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, the West Campus dorms where I live were these massive dorms, three buildings, each of them ooh thirteen stories, I think. Uh, wow. Yeah. Mine went up to seven. That, yeah, then that 13, and it wasn't even the tallest freshman dorm. And I even think I'm wrong. I think it may have only been five. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But I also had 12,000 students at my school. That's so. like the number of students that live in those dorms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, the um, West Campus dorms were like classic like dorm style like two people in a room sometimes three sometimes four and a communal bathroom on every floor um my floor was co-ed because I lived on the arts floor so everyone on my floor was a musician or an actor or a visual artist and then uh it was so great because y'all just all shared your ideas and came together to create more of um it was a wild time yeah (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what was difficult was that we did have RAs. We did have attentive RAs, too, because we were all freshmen, and it was like a massive dorm. So <laughs> doing illegal things. Don't do illegal things. We don't promote that. We don't honest. promote. Uh, but we also can't change the past. So yeah, go on. <laughs> so I don't know if the statute of limitations has gone out or what, but I drank in college when I was not 21. <gasps> Oh yeah, so spit take. But now, as a as a wee bitty freshman in my first semester, <laughs> I forgot it was that early. Yeah, it was like October. Um, 
I've been there for not even two full months. You said we just had fall break. Like oh, we we didn't even have a fall break. Oh. So like, I I had been going strong, not no break, and um, so it was me and a, a small group of friends, um, who, uh, I don't know why it was a Friday night, and we had had to do stuff until very late. So where my group was uh, wanting to uh, go out and get drunk somewhere, but it was like 11 p.m. So like we'd be hopping into something and we didn't, and we were freshmen, we knew no one. So it was like, whatever, I don't, I don't, we can't really do anything, go to a party or something like that. And so Steve, our friend, um, lived in a single dorm in um, South Campus. And so a single dorm in the the South uh, Brownstones would have been, it was, it was big for what it was. (laughs) But um, my friends and I were like, let's go party with Steve because our our RAs will be up our butts if we're like loud and drunk. And so we make the walk, it's like 20 minutes to um, South Campus uh, with Yo-Ho-Ho and my bottle of rum. (laughs) And... um, (laughs) Uh, other random alcohol and then we go to Steve's and my friend Justine joins us oh and in this group of friends I should mention and I say group of friends it was just the three of us because Justine met us there but it was me and my previously mentioned best friend Kathleen mm-hmm. uh, who lived in my uh, building freshman year and she's still my best friend which is just adorable to me it's <laughs> very cute <laughs> uh, she lived uh, downstairs from me and, um, so Kathleen and her friend was visiting named Julia. And, um, so it was just the three of us going. And then Justine met us there. And Austin as well was with us. And Austin is my other best friend from college. Uh, shout out. Sh- shout out. Funniest Twitter. Funniest Twitter alert. And, um, he... Uh, so then we get drunk at Steve's, at which point Justine and I, for reasons unknown to me, <laughs> decide to then um, challenge each other to keep up with the amount of shots that we were taking of rum <sighs> in a single dorm Mm-mm. that had what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six or seven people in it. Mm-hmm. So it was not like, uh, so we started, there's no reason to do that. We started going shot for shot. Um, but like back then I could put it away. And so the number that is floating in my head is, um, 17. Oh my God. (laughs) It was seven or 18. Um, which for any, I think anybody at 18 years old would absolutely wreck them. Yeah. And so, um, we had fun at Steve's, you know, we were partying, jamming, getting drunk and then um, at one point, Justine <laughs> falls asleep, and we're trying to leave. So I basically dropkick her. Oh my god! <laughs> to wake her up and get her out in like the side, like I, I, oh I like monster. Yeah, I, I forget <laughs> who it was where exactly, but like I kicked her, and she definitely was like, "Yeah, I'm bruised." <laughs> uh, but so she falls asleep, and then like f- falls into Steve's closet. And Austin and 
Steve are like we're or Steve Steve's place, but Austin's like I'm just gonna stay here and make sure Justine is okay. And if she wants to go back, then I'll go back with her. Mm-hmm. She did not recover and woke up in Steve's closet. Good. <laughs> but um, the three of us did leave. So Kathleen, Julia, and I all walked out and started making the trip from South Campus through that bougie neighborhood to uh, West Campus. And so we get out um, onto, into that like street uh, with the really fine houses on it. And I decided, <laughs> I'm not done drinking yet. What are you talking about? And so... Oh, my God. That this... kind of drunk is so fucking dangerous. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh <laughs> Tell me God. more. <laughs> oh. And so I decide I'm not done. And Kathleen has the bottle in a... Backpack? No. The canvas bag? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a tote bag? A tote bag. Tote bag. Uh, had in a tote bag, and so I just reach on in and pull out the bottle of rum. Yo ho ho, and um, a real pirate. Real pirate today. Um, gay pirate. <laughs> gay pirate. Oh, and pretext. This isn't. I'm not gay. He's not gay yet. Yeah, I'm not gay yet. Um, Still loves women at this point. Yeah, and so I start walking down the street with my bottle in my hand, just walking, walking, walking. And out of the corner of my eye, I see a cab drive by. And I'm like, huh, that's weird that a cab would drive by in this neighborhood at, like, it was, like, 1 o'clock. Uh, which is, if you'll remember, we got there at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Those 17 shots were over, like, two hours. Oh. Uh, it might have been 2 o'clock, but still. Uh, and so I'm like, that's weird for a cab to just randomly drive by. And that's funny because it wasn't a cab. It was a cop. And the cop, uh, I assume, screeched to a halt, but honestly, I was too drunk to notice. Yeah. But it stopped and backed straight up. I realized it was a cop. I was by myself uh, because I had marched ahead of the two of them. Of course. And then uh, as soon as I noticed it was a cop, played it real smooth. Real casual? Real casual. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually th- think I did. I kept walking and then just, like, casually threw the bottle into a bush. <laughs> hmm? I mean, it didn't Drinking work. didn't what? work, but I didn't... I wasn't stumbling or anything yet. And, um... In your memory, though. No, I'm pretty sure Kathleen was like, you oh. were clearly drunk, but not at that point you weren't, like, falling over yourself yet. Yeah. And, um... I have that reaction... Julia, who is um, at this point in her life a rather innocent human being, uh, I believe, who didn't do anything like this in high school, never did anything like that where she went to college, she went to SUNY something, and um, freaks out, as one would, but then books it in the opposite direction, absolutely sprints away. And she, uh, uh, when we were 18, was not skinny. <laughs> she was rather bigger than, you know, average. And just books Bye. it. Books it. And just, I, we lose sight of her instantly. <laughs> and Kathleen is in the, in the uh, middle. <laughs> because like, uh, Julia ran the... Oh, someone decided to nail something right now yeah perfect okay anyway um uh 
And so Julia decides to run in the opposite direction of where I am. So Kathleen is literally in the middle of us on the sidewalk. Julia runs in one direction, and I'm just still casually walking away in the other direction. Like, bye! And then Kathleen was like, John! (laughs) And I turn around, and I'm like, play trying to play innocent. And then the cop gets out with, I'm going to butcher the accent, but uh, such a strong Boston accent as I... Okay, y'all. I, see, I already said y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your friend. I saw that bottle. I saw what you put in the bushes. I know. You're just a bunch of kids. You're like 17. I remember, you know, college. Uh, it's crazy time. But the people in this neighborhood, they don't want that in their neighborhood. They don't want drunken teenagers walking around. So you just go get your friend. Go get that bottle. And get home. And go to bed. And, and Kathleen and I were like, yes, officer, thank you so much. Yes, 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 yes. He's like, uh, I mean, looking back on it. He's probably like, I don't feel like doing this. Also, like, we were, uh, uh, and yes, racism implied, or not so implied. We were three white kids walking through the Absolutely. neighborhood, and it was a Boston cop. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Y'all were fine. We were fine. Uh, but, like, that was just, like, saved my life, basically, because I didn't have to go in but yeah we found julia a block away in somebody's garage (laughs) (laughs) in somebody's garage somebody i think had left the garage open (laughs) and we were just like walking down this like it was like a back alley you know where people's garages would be yeah and we were were, like walking like julia julia where are you and then she just like comes out we're like what she was just hiding. It's hiding. <laughs> and so then we all just kind of like, oh my god, and just kind of like relax. I think yeah. as far as I can remember, just like holy shit, let's just get home. Like I and don't want to so, do this. And I was so I remember being so happy and just being like, all right. And then I put my arm around Julia and I put my arm around Kathleen and I said, let's go. And that is the last thing I remember. <laughs> Before waking up on a, uh, being wheeled into an ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? A gurney? Yeah, on a gurney. In a gurney. Going into an ambulance. Going into an ambulance, yes. Um, oh, waking up outside of, yeah, it was out, uh, outside my door. So that's jumping ahead in the story. (laughs) But picking up at the actual, uh, so the rest of this story is told through the eyes of Kathleen, oh, because your boy doesn't remember a tiny itty bit of it. Nope, not even nothing. So uh, Kathleen reports that on our twenty-minute walk back to West Campus, I could not walk straight at all. I fell at least three times, I believe, stumbling the whole way. Uh, Thank God I started that trek with my arms on them because they kept me up for a long time. But apparently it all kind of, like, smacked me at once because then I could barely, like, move. I could barely do anything. And so they um, lugged me home. God bless those girls. Yeah. And... Um, what happened? Oh, yeah, okay, so that we made the trek home. 
by the grace of God, I did the swipe and smile, which to get into the dorm <clears throat> at Boston, there was always a guard sitting there 24 seven. And if you wanted to get in, you swiped your ID and you showed the guard your ID to prove it was you. And they checked your face. And so I just did the swipe and smile. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. And so um, uh, Kathleen said that it was quite impressive that I snapped, uh, what's it called? I blacked in. Oh, oh, um, you blacking, blacking back I, in. I blacked in, but I didn't actually black in, but it seemed like I did uh, because I sobered up for a second and just swiped and smiled and walked to the elevators. I walked, and which you have to walk all the way around the guard station to then go to the elevators, which if they just lean back in their chair, they can see you. And I got to the elevator and collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> And um, fun fact, turns out the guard leaned back and said, is he all right? And they're like, yeah, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Guard didn't know I was drunk. Nice. Guard did not know I was drunk. Guard thought I was maybe on a drug, but he didn't think that I was drunk. So, Oh, well, he were like, he definitely knew I wasn't sober, but not alcohol. He didn't know what the drug could be, but he figured it wasn't anything too terrible because I was able to walk in fine. And uh, so, yeah, fun fact. Um, that was told to me by my RA. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's several patches of the story thrown together. And so Kathleen brings us to the eighth floor. I lived on the ninth floor. Eighth girl's an all-girls floor. She lived on the eighth floor. And she tucked me into her bed. Um, I forget the reason why. I think we were going to have a sleepover. But she was also like, I'm not going to try and get you into your room and your bed and wake up, Peter. Yeah, and no. so... You're going, you're going to sleep in my bed, and I'll sleep on the floor, and Julia can sleep. And so she tucked Julia and I in, and then um, went to the bathroom to get ready for bed. And then she came back and found me on the floor outside of her room. Oh, no, 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 no. She, she, I was in her bed, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm going to throw up. And she was like, okay, get out of my bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I made it to the hallway before I bombed. And then I started crawling and opened up her roommate's door and was going to vomit into, not roommate, sorry, neighbors, her neighbor's door (laughs) and just vomit into the room. (laughs) And Kathleen was like, yeah, no, and and grabbed me and pulled me out and, and slammed the door and then brought me to the bathroom, which... Um, the bathrooms all had urinals. Mm. Right? I would have been on the eighth floor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all had urinals. Because it used to be a men's dorm. Um, either way, I was in the bathroom. Vomiting into, I think, a urinal. And, um, for hours. (laughs) I vomed and vomed and vomed and vomed. And it started coming out black, which, let's say it all together... Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and so, and then I was like... We, we've all thrown up black, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> and so, uh, then it's early enough now that our friend Laura Cha... Oh. Uh, who plays the piano, and also just happens to live on the eighth floor, it's wild, um, comes in and, and is like... Oh, no, 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 no. Before Laura Cha comes in... Kathleen realizes that she needs to move me out of my own vomit, 
like I'm like head collapsed and she's like she needs to move me but she's itty bitty Kathleen and I was not small (laughs) well like how tall are you six Six foot yeah yeah and so she was uh, moving me was not an option so she goes upstairs and wakes up Peter Brown (laughs) you know that one friend who moved to Europe and you don't know why (laughs) after college I mean, I guess, I guess, but, like, the people who moved to Europe after college, like, I knew why. That was just, that was, like, kind of their shit. Well, Peter's one of those people. Got it. Moved to Europe and Germany and has stayed there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. We're pretty sure. I'm not 100%. But, uh, yeah, Peter uh, uh, was an interesting fella. But Peter Brown... Um, Y'all didn't like each other? You're no, like... Peter Brown. This is a different Peter. Oh, I had a roommate, oh. Peter, and then Peter Brown lived down the hall. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And Peter was, like, very into his own body. Mm-hmm. And um, so it worked out and everything. Yeah, so he's and strong. So he was a strong guy. And she woke him up, and he helped move me and everything and started taking care of me. So I had to <laughs> get, hear this from him as well. <laughs> and, then, and then I started hyperventilating, and they were like, uh-oh. This isn't good. And then Laura Chalk came in and uh, said, yeah, no, this is all not good. I'm calling my RA. And so we were on the eighth floor. And so she calls the eighth floor, uh, she calls the RA on call. Mm -hmm. And the RA on call, I'm pretty sure was the RA from the seventh floor. So the RA on call from the seventh floor goes, comes up and goes, oh my God, this is insane. I have to call your RA calls her RA and she and so the, wakes up the eighth floor RA and the eighth floor RA is like I, he's not mine it's yeah. an all girls floor has to wake up my RA so there are three RAs oh my god in in this bathroom uh at uh must have been four or five in the morning and um and then they all then collectively decide yeah he's not okay we're gonna call him an ambulance and as they should and uh call an ambulance uh ambulance comes i uh, did not make it easy for them to get me onto the gurney apparently like you were fighting it yeah i think i think that was i know i definitely made sarcastic comments well yeah yeah <laughs> are you at any point yeah yeah drunk whatever uh, i'm pretty sure you... at one point they were like oh, we're not sure if, we're not sure if this is gonna fit and i, and I went you damn right oh my god <laughs> from like my passed out state and, <laughs> yeah eyes still closed and then um and then they brought me downstairs and then i came to and so uh i come to black in you black back in i black back in uh staring up at a blue sky so it's like early enough in the morning or like <laughs> the sun's up the sun's up i look up at a blue sky i see my dorm like all the windows and then i turn and i see just these um medics obviously yeah who had come to get me who my drunken brain immediately thought was the cops because why wouldn't it we had just in my mind we had just been pulled over by a cop yeah and so i was like started freaking out and trying to get off and like they were like had this like like hold like stop stop and hold me down and i was like no they're and then kathleen was like and then Kathleen makes herself present. It's like, John, John, I'm here. Oh, good, good. And Kathleen had come along with me. In all of this, Kathleen is a saint, just in case anyone was wondering. Yeah. She took care of me in, in um, True angel among every us. way possible. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say she's the reason you're alive today. Yeah. Along with well, Laura Chow played a big role in that. Absolutely. I feel like they would have eventually called the the ambulance, but uh, Laura Chow definitely like pushed them over the edge mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, at the time, I was very bitter about it because I was like, because they got, well, got fast forward, they got me to the hospital and they didn't really need to do anything. Yeah. I was fine because I'd woken up. But. With, but and with, with like, all, all the other knew, information yeah. they had, that was the call. It was the call. It was the correct call. But at the time when I was like, I was fine. It just like, and I got in trouble. But anyway, anyway. So then Kathleen is like, you're like, you're fine. I'm here. I'm here. And I was like, well, I'm not fine. These are cops. <laughs> and she, and then I remember the gurney stopping. The guy turning around and goes, I'm not a cop. He's like, Fuck and then you. I like made I like was sitting up and I made eye contact with him and like squinting and like closing one eye drunk like, and then finally like my eyes realized that it was a medic and I was like, oh, and then collapsed back. You're like, the- oh, take me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And then get in the ambulance. I see the other freshman dorm on campus was Warren Towers. It's called Warren Towers. It's these three massive towers, and we drive by it and I go, look, Kathleen, Warren Towers, and she's like. Yeah. And I said that seven more times. Good, good. <laughs> um, and she kept being like, John, you said that already. We passed, we're off campus now. And I'm like, Warren Tower. And she's like, sure. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yes, Warren Tower. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I'm sure I'm leaving out things and Kathleen can always. Um, I'll have her on the pod. Yeah, she can fill us in. Have her on the pod and be like, actually. <laughs> it's just a bonus episode of just Kathleen correcting the Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so then we go to the hospital. I, oh, was that that time? Um, no, no, it was not time. Uh, I, found, I was just very pissed off, but I was also really upset. Um, so it was a weird combination of emotions. I was, yeah. like, pissed at the world, but also, like, terrified. Yeah. And, um, and then no normal hospital visit. They put me in a room. Didn't even give me an IV. That's what pissed me off. I was like, they didn't uh, even need to give me an IV. Mm. I was fine. <laughs> and, uh, just stuck me in a room, and then they were like... Oh, you're still here? <laughs> like, literally at one point, I was like, you could have left a while ago. And I was like, okay, it's only 7 a.m. and I haven't gone to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And it wasn't, like, a busy ER at all. It was oh, just, man. like, chilling. I was like, yes, it was a 4 a.m. ER, but, like, I know doctors now. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can put put some... You can tell me to leave yeah, half an yeah. hour sooner. Um, but anyway... And then we get have a, a cab. This is in the time of cabs. To uh, be, take a cab home. Pre Uber. And Kathleen left me a really cute note on my something mirror uh, that I still have. Aww. And it just said, "Love you, best friend." Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then also something else like, "When you wake up, you're gonna feel like garbage." So here you go. <laughs> something. I think she left me food or something in the basket to vomit in. <clears throat> but, yeah. How was that hangover? Uh, it wasn't good, Allie. Yeah. It wasn't good. No, actually, it was... Because well, sometimes when it's that awful when you're drunk, the yeah. hangover isn't as bad. Well, I think it was mostly because I never really, like, experienced the headache part of the hangover. Mm-hmm. I experienced... Because I never went to sleep. Yeah. And the sleep that I had was 
me being passed out on the bathroom floor. Yeah, that's so, not sweet. So I never had, like, I guess it wasn't bad because I had already vomited up everything, so there was nothing to vomit up. Exactly. And I had, I could, I got to sleep through the headache part. Oh. Because then I went, finally went to bed at, like, 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, came home to everybody waking up. And when you're on an arts floor, it's like there's, practicing. There's no no no. There's no hiding that you're like walking in at eight a.m. Like people are like waking up and you're like, oh hey, what's up? It's like all the RAs are like just flipping you off as you yeah. walk by. Like, but then I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, but she was she was cool. She was a cool RA. Can't remember her name now. Gosh, it's been so long. Oh, I remember my RA's name, Reba. <laughs> Lol. Yes, I actually remember this. Uh, wow, I can't remember your RA's name, but I can't remember mine. I mean, it's memorable. It's Reba. Yeah. She... <laughs> like, it's not like it was, like, Sarah. I mean, this was also the RA who helped us make Jello shots. So, you know, like, can't really, like, uh, expect her to be pissed at me for getting drunk. <laughs> but... I will say Reba came into our room one time and was just like, these beers won't fit in my fridge. Can I put them in yours? <laughs> and we are like, yeah, get in here. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was with, insert female name. Yeah. Um, we'll call her Sarah. She was awesome. And, yeah, she told me about how the guard thought I was just, like, on drugs. Um, but <laughs> uh, I then had to go to um, meet with the guy who lived in the building, mm-hmm. who was, like, the coordinator of all of the West Campus dorms. Yeah. And uh, he lived in an apartment in the dorm with his two kids. His name was Teddy. That is fucking weird, Teddy. His wife and two kids lived on our floor. My my floor situation in my freshman year was dope because we had a quad, yeah. and not every every floor had a quad, and quads quads take up space. Yeah, and so we had less people because of the quad, and half of the boy side was the apartment. Oh my god! So you had like nobody on your floor. So we had, yeah, we had like uh, just my half of the floor, and then two rooms on the other side, three rooms on the other side. And so it was awesome. It was dope. But uh, I had to go meet with Teddy Mm -hmm. and lie. We lied a lot. Well, yeah. So what was the lie? Mostly we just needed to make sure that we were not drinking on campus. That was the big Mm. thing that we, we, like, researched. Like, we should say that we weren't drinking on campus. Yeah, like we were off campus, very far off campus. We were, uh, we said we were at a party at Northeastern because Northeastern was walkable. Mm. Um. Uh, and then everything else in the story was true. Actually, we could actually tell the whole truth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like, how, what, can, what could you hide? It was mostly just that we had to say that we were not drunk and that we weren't going to get the people who were in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And then uh, he sentenced me to uh, two meetings with an alcohol and drug counselor mm-hmm. and a <laughs> uh, $250 fine. Mm-hmm. And so then I go to this drug counseling, and I am not having it. I did not want to be there. Yeah. I it was one on one. It wasn't group. Ugh, I had to do one on one, and this woman basically wanted me to wanted me to say that I had a problem. I'm scared, or at least that I say like I'm scared. I have a problem. I need to prevent this from happening to me. And I was like, no, this was a freak incident. Yeah. I don't do this. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I, like, enjoy to do. It's just, like, go fucking crazy. Balls to the wall. Yeah, balls to the wall kind of drinking. Yeah. 
to be fair, I had done it in high school. But like, I once, had that once before in high school, I had already done it. And since I had that experience, which is a whole other oof story, which is an actually probably better one than this one. Um, <laughs> but uh, I already had that. I didn't want it again. I didn't want that yeah. to happen again. So, like, I, I knew that it was going to be a problem. But she just wanted me to say that, like, I'm, I'm not going to drink. Like, I had to, like, track my drinking in a little chart, which I completely made up. Obviously. And she was like, do you feel like you changed your behavior? And I was like, no. Because I didn't. Because okay. there was no behavior to change. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling, like, this is how I drank. So I don't go out every weekend. I don't go crazy every weekend. So what you're seeing is what I'm actually doing. And yeah. she refused to believe me and told me, that she felt like I wasn't taking it seriously. And so I had to come back for a third time. (laughs) And she told me this after she was half an hour late to our meeting. Wow. And I wasn't taking it seriously. Wow. Yeah. And, And that was also the day. And she was half an hour late. I had a rehearsal to get to afterwards with my quintet, which, um, yes, was quote unquote movable, but like, I piss all of them off. Yeah. By being like, sorry, I'm going to be late. Did she like tell you that nope. she was right? Okay. I would have left after 10 minutes. It was my, it was, I didn't want to pull, risk it. Oh, I, I would have been it. like, well, no one's here. I'm leaving. No, it was like in an office. Um, like you saw people going in like, it was like a doctor's office. Yeah. And so like, I knew she was in there. Oh, she, she was in there. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the, like, office was empty. That's no. what I'm saying. It's like, I would have left. No, there was, like, a secretary. Got it, got it, got and, like, it. Okay, I I told her I was there, and then she was, it was, like, a, like a therapist's office. Got it. Okay, I misunderstood. So they didn't I say was thinking, was... like, office hours. No, more. no. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so that that pissed me off. But then also I had a quintet gig, or, or uh, rehearsal, and so I had all of my mutes in mm-hmm. my bag, and so when they called my name, I was like, yeah. And I lifted my bag. They clinked together and it sounded like I had bottles in my bag. Oh my God. And it was like, because it was all that was in this. It was like, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh my God. I'm it's a bunch of mutes. I swear to God. I think I'm a drunk. And then, and, then, and then she told me she thought I wasn't taking it seriously. And I was like, you're going to come back and do this again. And we're going to have the exact same conversation, honey. I promise. Yeah, I promise you. I promise you. And then we did. And then I passed. I was just like, this is a huge, colossal waste of time. Thank you. <laughs> she just wanted... She, it was like she had a checklist of things that she had to get me to say and make clear to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're not reading the situation then. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Mm-mm. So it was pretty awful. And then I had to pay $250. And then... Oof. Oof. Yeah. And that was just um, round one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take another break, and then we'll be back with the final oof story. Stay tuned. All right. Butthole. Okay. (laughs) We're back with round round two for you, round three total. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Round three. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we decided <laughs> we oh, got to yes. hear this high school story. So, yeah. So, what you all just uh, were uh, privileged to hear yeah. was round two. We're going to jump back to round one, which <laughs> was in my brain. I can't, for some reason, figure it out. It was either my junior year or my senior year of high school. 
pretty sure it was my senior year, but we're just going to leave it up in the air. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> one night, my friends Matthew and Andrew are hanging out at my house. Um, and we're hanging out and we're like, let's get drunk. As teenage boys do. Yeah. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. It was also when, um, what's that Cam Roulette? Cam Roulette? Is that what it was called? Oh, was Omegle? Called? Chat Roulette? Chat Roulette. Chat Roulette. It was when that was a thing. So we were going to get really drunk and do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that uh, spring break freshman year of college. Wow. That was a thing for a long time. Anyway. Um... So that was uh, that wasn't the plan, but that's what like we decided into drinking. But we knew we were gonna get drunk, <laughs> and so um, my house is uh, not huge, but it is like the rooms are far apart, mm-hmm. and so I can get away with. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Uh, <laughs> get I could get away with most things in the middle of the night because my dad snored sawed logs and even if my mom did wake up she couldn't hear over him so <laughs> uh so i um sneak downstairs and steal a bottle of something my parents also are super into caffeine free diet coke <laughs> or at least they were the, the gold one the gold one yeah because the uh, gold cans and so uh, we had a crap ton of them all the time. And so I was just like, yeah, let's take like 10 of these. And um, these are our chasers or our mixins. And, mixins. and we'll take some of this liquor. And so we get super drunk. Obviously, memories of the night are don't matter. But what I do know is that I um, got the first bottle of what I don't remember, put it back got a second bottle, drank some, put it back. My parents weren't big liquor drinkers, so there's always liquor, but there was always liquor and it just never went anywhere, so. Uh, and then um, blacked out and then came downstairs, put the one away and took the third one. So while blacked out, and I was doing this in high school and I was like, oh, so I can manage when I'm blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, good to know. Good to know. Apparently, I can pull myself together for the important things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, because I didn't break any bottles or anything, and I didn't wake anybody up. And so the third bottle was Jack, because uh, we woke up and the bottle was in the room. Mm -hmm. So, I wake up to my father laying, uh, no, standing above my bed, grabbing me by my shirt and absolutely slapping me back and forth on the face. Absolutely just like bitch slapping me and then backhanding me. Just like wake up (laughs) because I was so blacked out that I couldn't be woken up to, uh, just like, like, just like, hello. hello. Yeah. He was like, by the time I had woken you up, we had been trying and I wake up. And I'm like, what? And he was like, what did you drink? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And then I come to and realize I'm laying in a pool of vomit. <laughs> the Jack's in the room. Matthew and Andrew are nowhere to be found. Uh, there's vomit on the bed, vomit on the floor. Andrew and Matthew are gone. I'm, my sister's standing there like, like covering her mouth in shock just like 
<laughs> my my dad is freaking out and um he's like well whatever we need to get these sheets off of your bed and then like starts basically cleaning up the vomit and then I finally like I'm standing there like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then I kind of realize Andrew's in the room Andrew would come back into the room um and my dad was getting all the sheets and he's like get out of my way and I'm like really grumpy and my sister was standing like whoa and um, then the two of them leave, and Andrew and I look around the room, and there are <laughs> diet, caffeine-free Diet Cokes on every ledge in the room. There are, like, 25 <laughs> to 30 cans of caffeine-free Diet Coke. That sounds like me waking up from a Diet Coke bender when I, when I relapse and start drinking it again. Like, it was, I wake up, oh, God! <laughs> It was crazy. I, I just remembered so vividly of all of these cans. And so in my still drunk now, I realized, mind, I was like, we got to hide these. <laughs> because I want to downplay how much we drank. Oh. So like. But he's if, already seen it. He's already been there. But if we can hide five, then I can get away with saying that we didn't drink that much. And that we yeah. just have, like, we can't handle our liquor. And we're so sorry. Yeah. When we, in actuality, we drank. Drink. We drank that night, and I drank. I'd been, I had dr- gotten drunk before that, so I like knew what what it took to get to that point. So I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I hid them in my closet, and I didn't find them for like a month because <laughs> I had forgotten about it completely. And a month later, I just go into my closet and I just find cans of coffee-free diet coke. Some of them closed, some of them open. Like, it was gross. And then... Oh, it's so nasty. And then, um, while I'm... And then my dad comes back in and goes, Where's Matthew? And I'm like, he didn't leave? He's like, no, his car is still here. Where is he? And I was like, I have no idea. And then you just hear my sister go, um... (laughs) And then we go in the hallway and she's trying to open the bathroom door and it won't open. And he's like, and my dad gets, and then they both um, push. push it open, shove it open. And Matthew is naked on the floor in front of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He had been vomiting or pooping in the middle of the night. <laughs> and uh, pooping the turn to vomit or something like that. And then um, fell asleep on the floor of the bathroom. Like or blocked the pl- door. Passed out with his legs extending to cover the door. Because it's right bo- the toilet is right behind the door. <clears throat> and so <laughs> they find naked, uh, naked Matthew on my bathroom floor. Oh my and God. my sister does because she won't let me forget it. <laughs> and, um, and so there's this mystery of where Matthew was. And then... Um, Andrew's dad came and picked him up, and then that was fun because Andrew's dad is terrifying, or was terrifying to me in high school, and uh, and then takes Andrew home, <clears throat> and then Matthew and I sleep until like one or two, yeah, something ridiculous, and then f- and Matthew like sleeps in my sister's um, the spare room, my sister's room, um, on top of the covers, like on nothing, it's just like laying there, like dead yeah and uh comes and then finally comes into my room after after a while and it's like hey i was like shit what is going to happen and so and then we just sat there listening to music for a while and then we realized we were listening to 
um, Kesha. I was like, wake up in the morning. Oh, you're feeling <laughs> like P. Diddy. Um, what are, and then, wait, feeling like P. Diddy. Brush my with teeth, teeth with, with a, a bottle, bottle of Jack. Jack. <laughs> and we were just like, oh! No! And Matthew vomited again. And then, um, lucky for him, though, nothing bad happened to him because our parents aren't close. So he could just go home, go home and not tell his mom what happened. And my parents weren't going to rat him out because my parents ain't no snitches. <laughs> and um, I was told I couldn't go to graduation parties that year because at the end of the year. But uh, I did. Yeah, so, you went to every single one. I went to every single one. So it didn't matter. But uh, cry, and that was months. So yeah, it was my senior year. So that was months before the next time it happened. So that's why I was like, no, I know, I hate this. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah, this was awful. And that yeah, and so that was the that was the the part one and then the part two, and then the part three is um, <laughs> then the following year, <clears throat> in April of my sophomore year, which to be completely fair to myself wait wait a year after your first story yeah, first one so first story i told was from freshman year october and this next one is from sophomore year april over a year over a year i made it over a year this one was just a real unfortunate series of events um so the tradition in boston is on um the day of the boston marathon called marathon monday uh you the college there's uh no school that day businesses are closed like it's a whole big thing and the thing for everyone basically but mostly college kids to do is to wake up really early and get hammered <clears throat> and you day drink and you're so that when the runners finally get there around 10 uh or 11 sometimes and then the bulk gets there at noon yeah. but we're waking up at 6 a.m and starting with uh, mimosas you know oh yeah and and then and um, funny enough, the street that, um, the marathon goes down is the same street where Steve's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve's, uh, single was, Amazing. like, the same area, and so, uh, oh. yeah, we would go to Steve's freshman year, and then Steve's only, and so sophomore year, we were there, that was our spot, and we had gotten up early, and they, we were, heard, we heard that they were going to crack down on exposed alcohol Mm -hmm. this year like open yeah open containers and so we were uh with young kids Mm -hmm. so we were like okay well we just can't do that so the night before my friends put together all of the drinks and gatorade bottles and water bottles Mm -hmm. and you know things that could were clear but you could mix alcohol yeah and made all of the drinks put them in a cooler that we brought to the spot the next day so then we brought, uh, then we were at the spot the next day, and I'm just drinking those things that they made, yeah. which turned out to be incredibly strong. <laughs> and but tasted good. Tasted good, yeah. So it was easy to drink, and you know I was having fun. It was marathon Monday. Marathon Monday is so much fun. <laughs> uh, and then I fell asleep. Now this I know for a fact. I was just so drunk I fell asleep. I did not black out. I fell asleep. Yeah. And they could have woken me up but no one did and then a cop saw me mm. and then they're like your friend's not okay we gotta call him an ambulance so they called me a freaking ambulance without anybody like slapping Trying me awake yeah they were just like oh no um and so and they were all drunk anyway and so I know, if someone had been sober they could have been like oh he's just really tired we got up super early we're just letting him have yeah and or who knows maybe they did slap me awake and i didn't wake <laughs> up 
Um, my memory can be foggy. All I know is that this was not nearly as bad as the two times before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, if no one is aware as to what happened, um, Marathon Monday 2013, a terrorist attack struck our nation. Yeah. <laughs> um, less than a mile from where I was. And I was at the hospital where they were taking the victims. So (laughs) I was asleep on a gurney in a hospital. There's a video that exists of me on a gurney in a hallway because they weren't going to stick me in a room. No. And Austin this time came with me. Austin's the MVP of this story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... He well, came with uh, me. This is, you have good friends. Oh, I have great friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for the ones that just happened to live next to me and below me, I made some pretty good friends. <laughs> and um, and so he was with me. He videotaped. There's a video of, of just me, like, asleep, like, in, on the gurney, and then um, bombing victims, coming mm-hmm. in blood on the floor and everything. And I came to a little while later this was the time that i was an absolute dick to the insurance guy the guy who came and checked my insurance <laughs> absolute dick i was like look at you in your blue sweater vest oh my god <laughs> what are you doing in that sweater vest fucking john <laughs> oh my and us was like oh my god this guy is still handling your insurance like shut up <laughs> and the guy was okay with it apparently and then, um, and then we got food at the cafeteria, and then I learned of what happened, and I was like, oh. it was insane. Uh, I had I finally got access to my phone. My mother had called so many oh, times. Everyone I freaking knew was calling and texting me. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm not okay, but I'm fine. But I'm at the hospital. But don't worry, but I wasn't. Not- <laughs> oh my god! It was. Wait, so- just to like to put the timeline into perspective, the bombing did it happen while you were at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were already there, or on the way? Okay, okay. Yeah, got it. Um, yeah. Was it anywhere near where y'all mm-hmm. were? Yeah, both times. Oh my! Like God. both, both so where like- we were drinking and where the hospital was was, and then like if that was a a, a line. Yeah. The third point in the triangle was the bombing. Okay, so, gotcha. Like we didn't go farther. Okay, I was I was more thinking like, did going to the hospital take you out of harm's way? Mm-mm. Oh no, but I wasn't in harm's way. Okay, I wasn't that it. close. Got it. But uh, <laughs> uh, you're like I'm okay, not okay, but I'm okay. I'm at a hospital, but not not for that reason. Yeah. But also what I kept doing was, um, if you've ever heard of it, I've heard about it on the news, Brigham and Women's Hospital is the hospital that I went to. Oh. Brigham and Women's Hospital. And for some reason, my drunk ass brain couldn't get over the women part of that. I was like, Brigham and Women's? Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? was I? absolutely offended. And then... Uh, verbally assaulted this man in a sweater vest it was just <laughs> not my not my most crown uh shining moment yeah but um and then i had all these texts which wanted to yeah i'm fine don't worry was it scary terrifying and to this day I had people were like you were there i was like yes <laughs> but <laughs> but honestly 
if you remember anything about that, it wasn't the bombing. Well, I, obviously, I don't know for sure. The bombing was terrifying. I have a uh, a um, voicemail still on my phone from our our other friend Nick who had just watched two of his best friends drive away in an ambulance, and then a bomb went off. Oh, my God. And so I had this absolutely depressing phone call from Nick, who's so upbeat, but it was just like, hey, just trying to make sure you guys are okay. It's, it's crazy here. And just like, it was it was a heartbreaking voicemail. Oh, my God. And but you were saying what was more scary than the bombs. What was more scary, but from what I gather... Yeah. Uh, was what happened afterwards because if you don't remember they didn't catch him right away yeah and so it was like a full-on manhunt for this one kid who we had nothing about and um and had no idea to his motives necessarily so like didn't know if there were more bombs didn't know if there were more bombs didn't know if he was yeah if he where he was he was just some dude and um and he was found, he ended up being found in Watertown, but um, Watertown borders um, where I lived. Okay. And so I lived in Alston. Alston. <laughs> yeah, and so it's very near Alston. Where he ended up being was not far, but they included all of those neighborhoods. They were like, mm-hmm. if you are here, stay home. Do not. Do not leave. And the city was on lockdown. They locked us down. And it was like now, now the times yeah. we live in where it was just locked down and only essential people were moving around. But everyone was cool with it back then. Yeah. When there was somebody who could kill you. Yeah. Um, well, they can see that. Yeah. So they'll believe that. And then that's uh, one of the... F- that was when Boston Strong was invented. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started saying blah, blah, strong. Yeah. After that. <laughs> Which... I remember a lot. I, I thought... I, at first I thought, like, I remembered a lot about, like, that day just... Because, you know, it was huge. It was on TV. But I'm realizing I know so much about it is because I saw that movie about it. Yeah, and there was a movie about it. Yeah. Where they call Watertown, Waterton. <laughs> they said, Watertown's stupid. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and so... And then... Kathleen had been dating Sean and Sean lived on campus and so she was with him mm-hmm. off doing her own thing and um, for days because she was like I'll just stay with Sean yeah. and so I lived uh, alone for those days and it was like a weekend <laughs> no yeah it was into the weekend I think uh, maybe but uh, I was just like I was just laying in bed, just like gripping my knees in the fetal position for like a full day. Oh just like, my oh my god, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Just how like, long did it take to find him? I can't remember. Days, but I don't remember how long. Um. But it was always like, uh, through the, it was like okay, now these towns, like I think he's here. It's like okay, now these neighborhoods, like I think he's here. It was it was uh-huh. awful. So that that anxiety, I do remember. So like, I can absolutely be like, yes, I was there, and I remember yeah. what happened. The actual explosion, no. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was pretty awful, and uh, that's the last time that I went to the hospital uh, for drinking. Wow. Sophomore year, I did three years in a row. <laughs> yeah, you did three years in a row, and then. You said that's good. That's enough. Yeah, apparently I didn't change any of my habits in between which uh, just proves that lady right 
I'm sorry, no, not right, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> was later like, on. Right. I was like, I didn't need to change anything. I didn't die. <laughs> she said you had a problem. No, no. Could have. Could have easily gone that gone that route. Yeah. But no. I but went. we didn't. We didn't go that route. We went a uh, different route. But yeah. Oof. Oof. Oh. That brings us to the end of the fourth episode of Big Oof. Um, thank you so much for coming all the way over. All the way over. We are on the couch. <laughs> In our shared apartment. And my bed is 15 feet away. So thank you so much for making the trip out. Really, really um, glad. This was a good episode. I knew this would be the longest one. <laughs> my life is just one constant sort of grumbling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I never know how to end these. So, TTYL. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the fourth episode of Big Oof Podcast. Um, that was such a fun one. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you would like to be on the podcast or you want to submit a story for me to tell on here, uh, it can be anonymous or not. Up to you. Um, but yeah, just let me know. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram at Big Oof Pod. That's B I G O O F P O D. And you can also now find us on TikTok. It was my personal TikTok, but now it's the Big Oof one because my whole life is oof. So um, go ahead and head over to Instagram and TikTok and follow again at P. Oh, I'm so sorry. B I G O O F P O D. That's B-I-G-O-O-F-P-O-D. All right, T-T-Y-L.